Welcome to Parks and Rec episode 114. Ladies and gents, put on your boutonnieres, don your corsage, and make sure that those ties have the perfect dimple in them because we are headed to prom. It's season six, episode 18 of Parks and Rec, simply called Prom. This one directed by Ken Whittingham, written by Matt Murray and Harris Whittles. Original air date, April 3rd, 2014. Did you go to your prom in early April? Mm, I think mine was in early May. Same. Same. But someone I know, theirs was in like March. Yeah, it was super early. I don't know why. That is wild. Okay, I'm Haley. <laughs> I'm Joey. I am Sean. <laughs> and we're all thrilled to be here. And we should probably note at the beginning of the episode that by the time this is being listened to, we will have had an election here in the United States. At least our overseas visitors, you're probably still just living life. But we will have had an election here and that might change what the country looks like. Uh, or, you know, some people will be happy, some will be mad. We don't know yet. We don't know yet. Yeah, we're, we're, we're recording this prior to yeah. the election. So if you're sad and or happy... That you're not going to get Sean takes. Yeah. You, uh, you can avoid Sean takes for this week. We may have some next week. We'll see. They'll... they'll what did you say, Sean? They'll be lukewarm takes by that point? Yeah, they'll, they'll cool off and say be lukewarm takes next week. Excellent. But we still have got lots of good takes for this episode, which we'll oh, get into. They'll just be unrelated definitely. to the political landscape of the United States right now. But more importantly, what are we drinking tonight, Sean? We, it is late, so we are drinking a Topo Chico uh, <laughs> with lime and no alcohol getting prepped gotta wake up early to go to work tomorrow because my place is a polling place for election day so no alcohol today for me sorry (laughs) i'm also having water but mine is just plain water from the refrigerator thingy dispenser um but i did have Sorry, I was very Alexis when I said that, and it was funny to me because I even did the little hand thing unintentionally from Schitt's Creek. We got to get you onto it, Sean. But I did have. So Sean and I and two of our friends, we went to this place called Cidercade, which I think it's Bishop Cidercade. I think it's relatively new. The one we went to, they might have a different location. The one in Austin is new. Okay, cool. Um, it used to be where Joe's Crab Shack. Well, it is where Joe's Crab Shack used to be, but they do hard ciders and hard kombucha. And I think they also have some wine varieties. They have no beers. So if you're trying to get beer, don't go there. Um, but I tried a couple different ones. Uh, there's one called Nectar, which is like honey cider. That one was tasty. And then I had the sangria one as well, and I didn't like that one as much. Yeah, it wasn't that one wasn't good. Didn't we have like a, a doesn't sound like it would be. A 
a caramel one or yeah someone had a caramel apple one did I you did. have that one? I okay. had that. Yes. And then I think <laughs> that Danny. Sounds up Sean's alley. Yeah. I think Danny had the uh, like pecan pie one. I did not try either of those. I'm not sure. When I was a child and first discovered caramel, I thought it was very good on my. I think I had it on ice cream, probably on an apple as well. And then I thought, what if I just have it by itself? And I poured myself a bowl of caramel and How tried to eat this? it. It, it did not disappear. I had at least 15 spoonfuls of caramel that <laughs> evening and just could not see any kind of dent that I had made in the bowl. It was oh, no. so bad. It would did just you, like reabsorb. Did you guys just have like a vat in your house though? No, we just had a, I think it was a jar. Oh, just okay. dump some out. Bored. Oh, yeah. whoa. Not my finest moment. It sounds great. I, I want to do that now. But, uh, <laughs> it that sounds can like be, my teeth would fall out. Yeah. It was a uh, whoo. If you uh, want to prank your dentist, do that prior to going <laughs> oh. to the dentist. Yes. <laughs> Eat a bowl of caramel. Okay. Yes. <laughs> guess what I had. Uh, and then you play a fun guessing game. And, and then they, they get weep. it immediately. Yes. Because they are dentists. They can, they can tell uh, when enamel is irreversibly Caramelized? Ruined. Yes. When it's caramelized. I am. Oh, no. You go ahead, Sean. Are y'all caramel or caramel gra- grammar Nazis? Do y'all care? Which we had said. We definitely have talked about this. Interchangeable for me. I interchangeably say it. I feel like I often say caramel just because growing up in the suburbs of Chicago, there was a high school we played called Carmel that uh, was not spelled the same way. It was missing the second A. But if I say caramel, I think of that school, which our, our basketball team was pretty bad at basketball. We did not have good records any of the years I was there, despite my heroic efforts on the court most of the time. But Carmel <laughs> was routinely worse than us. And so we saw Carmel on the schedule and we were like, this might be a W and it always was. <laughs> so, nice. Love Carmel in multiple ways <laughs> because of that. I am going with a love street. Speaking of car something, it's by Carbach Brewery, not quite Carmel Brewery, but and also it's a K instead of a C. So that sort of simile, similar, didn't work very well. Mm-hmm. But hopefully trivia works better. Sean, you have already lost trivia. We determined this <laughs> last episode that you are out I of the running. I think you can come back. Haley thinks you can come back. I think you're out of episodes to do so. But you can make it a close contest here. You can give it your all. Give it the old college try, or I guess the, the old, old high school try. try, since it's a prom-themed prom. episode. As a reminder, you'll each get three questions. Sean, I will ask you first, as is customary. And let's see how well you remember, because I think these are probably some obscure questions. So oh, God. We'll see how they go. Sean, your first question. In addition to hosting prom, what else did Leslie volunteer to do at the school? <laughs> I don't know. I watched this episode three hours ago. Uh, we're going to go with she volunteered because she said this at the beginning. She volunteered to help with student council. That is incorrect. Oh. Haley, can you steal? I also watched this like three hours ago and have already 
done a lot of things since then. My ears are waterclogged because I was at lifeguard in service where a fight ensued, not from us, but from people there. It was, I mean, it wasn't a full fight, but this guy was bleeding everywhere. Um, he got punched in the nose anyway. So I, I don't know. My brain has completely turned off any knowledge of this episode. So I'm going to say, since it's not student council, maybe she's tutoring students. Well, it was actually teaching a boxing class, so the broken nose would have been fitting. No, oh, I'm just kidding. It was teaching Latin. 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 So then she also yeah. has to learn Latin. AP Latin. In order to do so. Yeah. This is going to well, be Haley. the worst trivia ever. <laughs> Haley, yeah. your, I was thinking that as I was putting it together. Haley, your first question. Leslie references a makeout pal in this episode from back in the day named Harvey. Mm-hmm. And Ben said, you know, I'm a little jealous of Harvey because he got to make out with you. And she said, oh, don't be. Just a few weeks later, he almost died from what? Oh, no. He almost died from... That was going to be more dark than it needed to be. Okay. He almost died from a skiing accident. That is incorrect. Sean, your guess. I also do not remember. That's why I was vigorously shaking my head as you answered the question, because I remember the scene. Just don't yeah. remember what the reason. So and the, we're going to stick with the theme, with the skiing theme and it being cold. He almost died from brain freeze. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it was VCR electrocution. Yeah, oh, and he can he still do a AV microwave club. from like uh. just blinking or something. <laughs> Ah. Well, rough start for trivia, but we can only go up from here. Sean, your second question. Ben is named co-DJ of the prom alongside of Tom, and he says he used to have a radio show. What was that radio show called? Ben used to have a radio show? Yes. (laughs) I don't know. know. Uh, Ben Jammin. (laughs) <laughs> I do like that. That's I wish such that's a good what name. it was, but alas, it is not. Oh. Haley, for the steal. No. For our first point of no the day. No steal. I got tagged out at first. Um, it's the Ben Quartets. The Ben Quartet Hour. The show was called Zoot Suit Wyatt. Mm, Zoot Suit Wyatt. Yeah. Named after Ben's last name. Well, Haley, your second question. Yeah, well, named after the song, but incorporating Ben's last name. Or the, I mean, Zoot Suits were more than just a song. Yeah, there's a song called Zoot Suit Riot, and Ben clearly shows his fondness for 90s alt rock. Uh Well, Zoot Suit Riot's kind of, I'd put that more as like a ska song. But it would be in Ben's place. No, it's so real. it's clearly like, named that's after a the song. Thing. I know a zoot suit is a real thing. No, the zoot suit riots were real things. Yes. Yes. Where like military people and other people were like demolishing and hospitalizing like 12 and 13 year old children who were wearing zoot suits. That's not that crazy. Well, I've never heard that of that in my entire time. life. Oh. I heard of a zoot suit. Right. It's, zoot suit riot. it's basically oh the riot okay cool no zoot suit no. at all oh zoot suits yeah. they're like 
they're really tailored at the bottom, but then they're really like loose all the way up. So they take a bunch of like extra fabric and then it's like a long top. It's like a stylish thing because you have to be able to dance. And so because you don't want to trip, you have to tailor the bottom part in. Um, but you want it to be like baggy and flowy too. It's pretty interesting. Apparently there's a, uh, some museum did a, they incorporated it as part of a display. I forget what the, uh, like installation was about but they were trying to find an authentic zoot suit and because of these zoot suit riots the the people that were now i'm just gonna like now i'm just on this whole thing uh they would rip the zoot suits off the people that were wearing them and then they would burn the suits so many many of them were damaged either by being ripped off and burned or like slashed and all this stuff i've seen these i just googled yeah it's hard it was actually really hard for them to find an authentic one for them to put in the installation but they really wanted to do that rather than like recreate it fun fact and this has been your ted talk on yeah. zoot suits Haley, your really, second really question one. your second question tom mentions his criteria he needs uh, a song to be a banger mm-hmm. and he has a whole bunch of different criteria for it mm-hmm. bpm it can't have acoustic can't have acoustic instruments Damn it, that's not the question it's not the question it's not his requirements for a banger but he mentions that he accidentally did something and had to throw his computer away what did he do he downloaded a song and it infected it in a sense that it was not the song he wanted and so then he had to just in case throw the whole computer away and based on the wording of your question that answer is correct i'm inclined to give you the point just because of how but I know who I know. Oh, does Sean know who the band but that's is? That's not what Sean Joey could asked. Get, Sean could get the steal. It was the Lumineers. It was the Lumineers. How about a half point for each of you? Oh my God. Then we're still <laughs> in the same boat. But I think maybe you can bounce back with these last questions here. And by that, I mean, I think they're even more difficult and obscure. But Sean, hopefully you can get yours. You even have, this is actually a two pointer, if you could potentially do it. Leslie imagines that uh, Allison in this episode, Allison and Ron are hanging out and she says, what is this? A meeting of the best people of the world, best people in the world. What do you just go to the statue of Liberty and hang out with who and who she names two people who would be at this best people in the world party. Who are they? The first one was Tom Hanks. That is correct. And I, Never heard of the second person, so I didn't <laughs> remember their name. Haley, do you know for nope, your chance I to steal? I only knew Tom Hanks as well. I think the other person is a woman, but that's all I know. That is correct. It's Elena Kagan, who is a Supreme Court justice. Oh, it was a great history lesson that I've had. Shows my intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> She became justice about 10 years ago. I, I will see myself Under Obama. Out. Sean will see himself out. But he does have a lead right here. It's yeah, one he and does. a half to half. <laughs> okay. Haley, your chance for the steal. For the tie. For the tie. I'm sorry. Donna mentions uh, her prom date from back when she was in prom. And she's telling April that she needs to be direct with Andy. So she references her prom date and how she was direct with him but he was too busy doing what the silence is just because i don't know i i have no idea he was too busy counting 
balloons. That is incorrect. Sean for the steal. This is. Well, I already won. Whoa. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> um, no, it's not the guy that she told to go sit back in the car. Okay. Yeah, that I would have known. High school prom date. She said he was. Uh, I don't remember. I already won. Shunt turns into Bowser when he wins. He was coaching Duke to the final four. Oh. So most likely Coach K. But they didn't go to prom or they did? No, she was like, boy. Okay. She says, during my prom, my date was too busy doing this. So I didn't want to go. So it was like, I didn't go to prom because I didn't want to dance with all those children. Like, why would I go there when I had a man, basically, is what she said. So hers would have been right around this date, too, in early April. So that's usually when the final four is. Sure. Huh. Maybe the inspiration. Yeah, I don't think it's uncommon for proms to take place in April. Like, But beginning of April seems early, but I don't know. Sean is laughing. Everybody's different schools. Quite a bit. Yeah, that's because he was He's now down 12 so to good. 5. The comeback <laughs> trail is on. But first, Sean, before you celebrate via more laughter, what happened in this episode so the minute that this episode came on and i saw the title and you know the first scene the cold open about how leslie uh pawnee high school couldn't afford uh a prom because of the merger i said to myself man this episode is gonna be trash <laughs> i'm <laughs> It nothing happens of uh, significance. Uh, but to give a recap, uh, yeah, Eagleton and Pawnee High Schools—they ain't got no money apparently. So Leslie's doing a uh, a a, a, a low-budget prom. Yeah, a a no-budget prom. They have no right. money, uh, but they have a committee of kids and adults together in the conference room. One of the kids' name is Allison, who is just like a uh, mini Leslie, but. Hopefully not as rude uh, and uh, overbearing. Sean, she seems really sweet. Should so we just far. go ahead and this is one of our did you notices of the episode? Okay, let's do it. We have seen Allison before. <laughs> Kelly what? Washington, the actress. Yes, if you recall the season two episode, The Treaty. Maybe season three. Anyway. Uh, where it's the model UN club. She mm. is portraying France. That's actually what her character is credited as, is France. But they call her Cassidy in that episode. So perhaps wow. she's a different person now. I know. Wow. She also seemed like older. Like I would place her more college aged. But wow. I guess she was in high school having a prom. I didn't notice. I didn't notice. <laughs> um, so yeah, and Leslie absolutely loves her. Um, and so does Ron. And Ron loves her too because Ron knows her dad. And her dad, his dad works at a, I guess, a shop. That I think he owns the hardware, a sawmill, because he he <laughs> built the sawmill for his dad. And he had a sawmill shop or whatever. Uh, but the kid Allison is a is a great person apparently. Um, Leslie is super worried about the job in Chicago. And so her biggest worry 
is what it will Pawnee be like when she leaves. She wants to put it in a good place when she heads out. And she sees Allison as a perfect person to go through the system of the working for the government of Pawnee and working her way to the top. Ron, knowing Allison very well as well, very well as well, um, wants Allison to be successful, but uh, she does. he doesn't want her to take a uh, Leslie's intern summer internship. He says, "Hey, why don't you come work with me and actually make money?" And she's like, "Yeah, because I need need money to pay for school. Go ahead." Well, I was just gonna say he doesn't want her to waste her life on government because he's against the government. So he's then against the government. They compete for her throughout the episode. So in this cheesy way, they just there's prom going on. Uh, they're competing for Allison. They want her to succeed. They haven't asked her at all what she wants to do, so uh, that was troublesome. Um, it gets to a point where they actually start stalking and harassing her at prom, at her senior prom. Um, and so she runs and tells the principal. The principal says, all right, y'all need to leave this girl alone or else. And Ron says, absolutely, I will leave her alone. Leslie does not agree that she goes on stage and says, hey, Parks and Rec is offering an internship to the winner, Allison, whatever her last name was. Um, This uh, embarrasses her and she just leaves. Um, She also had to run away from them earlier because she was in charge of pulling the rope for the balloons. But uh, Leslie and Ron were standing right there. Ron was saying, aren't you impressed? Because I think she helped him build the uh, cage that holds the balloons. Uh, but Leslie wants her to actually pull the rope to see the balloon, to see the people's faces, uh, who they makes happy. That's, you know, government makes people's faces happy. Uh, but she didn't make no money making the cage. She made, she saw a job well done and I guess got 40 bucks or whatever she made. Um, what else is going on? Um, April hates, hates prom because I guess she didn't go to prom when she was in high school. Well, she hates all the teenagers and smiling faces and she hates punch and she Uh, hates school we find out later that her school experience was pretty negative because she i guess didn't have a lot of friends um and was kind of weird as she still is and so all of those things that are supposed to be kind of like fun like prom for her were a very negative experience whereas andy andy uh had a very positive experience uh i guess he was really popular uh, had a bunch of friends, and so he's all about prom because he has great memories of his high school prom. Um, so he's super stoked to go. Uh, so in April, begrudgingly agrees to go with him to prom. Uh, <laughs> I think one of the best parts is Andy goes to April's house in a limo uh, to pick her up, uh, and. April's wearing, Which like, I, funer- funeral wear. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. She has, like, big veil on. But I guess he, like, left their house, got in the limo, and then came back to their house to pick her I, up? I, I, yeah, he went to go get the limo and came. He's not driving. He was uh, hanging out at the sunroof partying. Um, he says, hey, is your mom home to take a picture? I guess they're reenacting their high school prom. She's like, yes. So they go into the house, and <laughs> it's fucking Oren is playing... <laughs> April's mom. <laughs> it's so weird. It's like, and not only is Oren playing the mom trying to take the picture, and April's acting like he's, you know, her real mom. But then 
Orin's like, or April's mom's like, say goodbye to your father. And she's like, oh, where's dad? A champion <laughs> comes comes out of the kitchen with his three legs and a wig on. <laughs> and they say bye. And like Andy's like, uh, goodbye, sir, or whatever he's <laughs> It's so stupid. Very respectful. I feel like that is certainly a Harris written scene. <laughs> um so they go to prom. Everybody's at prom because they're, they're running the show. They they put on the prom uh, for the kids. Um, ben and I, Tom. Yeah, Ben and Tom. Like hey, uh, Leslie said, "Hey Tom, you're gonna be the DJ." Uh, Tom was like, "You got it." And then, but Ben was like, kind of complaining about it. So he's like, "Oh, well, y'all can both be because they were like flirting in the conference room and." Donna's was like, y'all need to cut that shit out. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so. First time there's been an S-bomb on Parks and Rec. <laughs> <laughs> ben gets the co-DJ with Tom. Tom's not happy about it. Uh, they have a discussion before and Tom's, you know, getting his playlist ready. What's he going to wear? And Ben's like talking about all these old songs that I don't know. And he talks about his DJ career and uh, he couldn't. He uh, He didn't go to his prom. Because that was when he was the mayor. And so he had left the house. He would have got egged. So his parents were at, <laughs> had a prom for him in his house, which was pretty sad. He said he still messed up about it. Um, they go to prom and Tom's, you know, he gave his explanation about bangers. Uh, so he's playing all these, you know, all these songs, you know, 2 chains and Yeezy and Wheezy and nobody's feeling it. But you didn't. Don't forget Jeezy as well. Don't forget. <laughs> you look at the crowd, like the kids. You look at the uh, the audience that uh, Tom has for this prom set. And uh, it absolutely makes sense that none of them listen to uh, Yeezy, Jeezy, Wheezy, or any other Easy. Just because. Or G-Easy, yeah. Ain't no black folks in that crowd, Lemon man. So, it's, so it was just... He's playing all these songs that are, you know, the only person dancing is Andy. Uh, so, yeah, nobody likes rap songs, apparently. I think they just, you know, left that out there. But they do like Ben's classic rock albums. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, come on, guys. What, what are we doing here? Tom's upset because he doesn't know the youth anymore, which, you know, I don't know the youth anymore. Don't be mad about that. And Ben gives him a talk. He's like, yeah, it's okay. So, But then they play some, you know, more modern songs later on. It's just like, okay, I guess it worked out. Yeah, they were playing uh, "The Show Goes On" by Lupe Fiasco. Yeah, and I heard a Weezer. I heard Weezer too. Like, well, that song's from 1994, so it kind of fits the bill of classic rock. Even then, it was like 20. I mean, that song's like 26 years old. No, you could argue Buddy Holly is now classic rock. Certainly, Buddy Holly, the artist, but (laughs) the Buddy Holly Weezer song might be classic rock. They also played "Song Two by Blur. Which I just learned recently was written sarcastically. The group was like, let's write a song kind of mocking the like grunge sound of America. And ironically, it became their biggest hit. Which song is that? The woohoo one. Mm, okay. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, that wasn't much of a plot line. Uh, Andy or April has a conversation with Donna because uh, April's hating it there. But Andy's having a great time. But Donna says, April, you got to tell him how you feel. Be direct. And then Donna's 
prom date comes out of nowhere. She's like, where'd you come from? I told you to wait in the car. So he just kind of walks off the scene. But later uh, he's dancing with her at prom. Oh, I, I totally missed that. Um, it's when, like, you know, everyone's at the... I guess I don't remember what scene. But anyway, there's a part where everyone is happy and they're all dancing. And then she and the date were dancing. Speaking of dancing, you know what I'm terrible at? Step Mania or DDR or any of these dancing games that me and Haley played. Yeah, we uh, did. At Cidercade because it was my first time ever playing it and I was awful. Well, the one we were playing. Did you fall over? No. No, I didn't fall. No, but the one we were playing had a sinner one, too. Mm. Like, I've played some that only have the four, like, up, down, side to side, or that have, like, up, down, side to side and diagonals. But that one had a sinner one, and I thought that was, like, a lot more difficult than just the other areas. Because then it's like you have to remember to jump in the middle part while you're also trying to stand somewhere. I don't know. That we both did not do great. Like, we picked one of the easiest levels, and then it was just too slow. And so we were yeah. bad, because we it was like We were, waiting. like, having to hold our feet in the air, <laughs> and then be like, okay, now put it in. Yeah, that was hard. And then when we made it faster, it was, it was okay fast. at first. Yeah, it was, like, okay at first, and then it hit a fast part, and we were, yeah. I couldn't, I mean, I was focused on my screen, so I couldn't see exactly what was happening to Sean, but I know that. We had the same screen. No, well, no, I mean, like, I wasn't looking, <laughs> I wasn't looking at your feet is what I mean. Oh, you didn't see your Like, I didn't see what your feet were doing. Bads. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, like, you're part of that. Probably so. a lot of bads. Yeah. Yeah, we moved on and played some shooting game, which was, we ended up beating the game, but it was very, well, some parts were easy, but there was one game we had to shoot these birds flying across with targets, and we kept failing, and we didn't know why. Um. So, yeah. That's a lot of insight. But <laughs> did you figure uh, out why? Were you we like just, Ron at the I skating think eventually rink? Eventually, we did. We just played it so much that we ended up winning, and we moved on to the next level. With some, we shot some quantity ghosts. over quality. We yeah. shot some bubbles. We shot a machine shooting out bubbles. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Um, <laughs> but prom, prom. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's most of what happens. Andy, uh, yeah. April goes to Andy because Andy wants her to do. There's cake and there's this and there's that. Andy's having a time of his life. Uh, April's like not feeling it, and she, I guess, directly tells him that uh, uh, she hates it here. Uh, but he kind of, he cheers her up. Um, I forgot how he said he's gonna cheer her up, but Andy gets ended up getting voted prom king. Woo. And with some other student that was prom queen, April ended up <laughs> uh, rigging the election, threw away all the uh, votes, and just voted Andy a bunch of times. So he won prom king. A thousand times, she says. <laughs> Which is too many. So he, he goes up there with his sash and his crown and his scepter, and he calls his wife up to be the prom queen. And so he takes the tiara from the actual prom queen and puts it on April's head. And then the principal asks, Howard, are you? He's like, April says, he's 33, and she's like 57 and a witch or something? 47 slash immortal. Oh. (laughs) And they get kicked out. They get kicked out, so they leave. But April's pretty happy because she had a good time at prom rigging the election uh, and being kicked out. Um, The Allison girl, um, 
What did she choose? She didn't choose either one of them. I think uh, she just said, like, I need to think about my life. Right. Uh, and Le- Ron gave Leslie a talking to, because, again, Leslie was terrible by putting homegirl on the spot like that, embarrassing her in front of the, everybody. Uh, terrible person she's been the past few episodes. Um, but she listens to Ron, because Ron tells her, you know, not to worry about, because she's still worried about leaving Pawnee. I ain't going to take a Chicago job. He tells her, he calms her down, tells her not to worry, tells her uh, he has a scale of 10 of uh, Leslie, Leslie craziness, and she's at a, a six or seven or eight right now. So, way up there. But, uh, you know, they make up, and this episode was not great. At a nine, he calls the police. <laughs> at a nine? I thought it was sooner than that, but okay. Yeah, I think he tells her that she's right around an eight right then. And at a nine, he calls the police. I think that's what he says. Yeah, and that's prom. Despite being terrible, Leslie does have the quote of the episode. Which which is? After Ron gives her some words of wisdom, she says, I just wish once you'd say something stupid so I could ignore you. Yeah, Ron is very wise. He's always... I had to give Leslie something. He's always <laughs> dropping like a little bit of like, yo, everybody yeah. just chill out and like we'll be this thing. And you're like, damn, Ron. What up, dude? Damn, Ron. And speaking of Ron, our other did you notice? Did you notice? Ron's tie. It changes this episode. It goes from a black tie to a brown one with white dots. And it's not a different time period? No, it's all during prom. Oh, I know. And Ron is not the type of person that would have like a secondary tie or a reversible tie that he would no, change he's not midway Tom, through. Yeah. He will change into multiple outfits to impress a woman filling out forms. Or for a quick, quick contract. Yeah. Yeah. Fedora. Yeah. It's wild. D- do we all want to talk about our prom experience? I don't remember a lot of it. Oh. Um, I wasn't drunk. I, I wasn't He was hot. Oh, no, no. He was not. He was not. Concussed? Um, <laughs> no. Sleepy? I, <laughs> it was a long time ago. It was, wow, it was 15 years ago. Dang. Right? Yeah. What was your prom's theme? Uh, like casino. Where our tickets were hmm. poker chips. I remember so, that. So I think I still had gambling that. there. Nice. Um, I remember we got a limo with friends, m- me and my girlfriend at the time. I had an actual girlfriend, guys, my only girlfriend in my hubba, entire hubba. life. Uh, we limoed, I limoed with her friends. Uh, we, what happened? No, okay, so she came to my house, my mom was like, oh, and took pictures. I took her in car to her friend's place. That's where the limo was. We got in the limo when it got dinner at some fancy place. I'm like, who's paying for this? Somebody paid for this. It wasn't me. <laughs> um, I had on a white <laughs> white suit with like cream colored. <laughs> it was, yeah, I was very bright. Um, we went to prom and <laughs> I remember the line to take the pictures were so long. We didn't take the pictures. Like, that will be... We're not waiting this. Let's go eat, drink, dance, and not wait in that line for the duration of prom. Um, 
And then Sean walked over to the punch table. And told that joke? No. And there was no line. There was no punchline. <laughs> Anyways. Um, I don't remember. Prom wasn't. It, I mean, it was fine. It was prom. Uh, I saw all my friends. We danced a little bit. I hated dancing at the time. I'm much different now. I love dancing. Uh, but uh, at this time, I hated dancing. It was whatever. What uh, were some of the memorable songs from prom that you remember playing at your prom? Uh, that's the thing. Like I said, I don't remember. I think, you know, Usher and Lil John, yeah, probably played because uh, that was relatively new at the time. Um, I don't think Nuck If You Buck played because there probably would have been, uh, <laughs> probably would have been some, uh, battles um (laughs) (laughs) i don't know it's like it wasn't like it was kind of cliche like our you know the top cheerleader and the top football player were prom king and prom queen um ours were bottom football player and bottom cheerleader (laughs) oh dumb uh you know just the popular kids and i remember we left and it's like, all right, what do we do now? And like, do you want to see a movie? I was like, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is the group. This is this wasn't just me and my girlfriend. But we ended up um, seeing a movie. <laughs> no, we didn't see a movie. Uh, she needed to go home because, on a darker <laughs> note, a darker oh, note. Oh no! Uh, she needed to go home because her mom was pissed at her because she didn't like uh, her being with the black guy. So there's that. Um, and so she left. She went home. I was at home. I was like, well, I'm not sleepy. And I was like, my dad's looking at me like, man, you're just going to sit around here? I was like, and so I texted somebody. I found somewhere to go. Um, it, it was a party. It wasn't a drinking party. But but I'm glad I went to this party because they had a bounce house and hot tub. <laughs> and they had the <laughs> Nintendo Regular Nintendo, but with the, the track game with the pad on the ground, had a blast. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> they had a lot best of part of prom? Yeah, that was the best part of prom. <laughs> what the after party I went to. Um, yeah, and I probably, I, I think I went home around, the sun was up when I got home, and I just passed out. So, uh, yeah, I nothing scandalous. On Sean's end, I was a little too goody two shoes. So, um, if you knew my parents, you knew why I would be a goody two shoes. So, <laughs> I didn't get in trouble. <laughs> I, I do like your dad just being like, "Not staying here, are you?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he knew like it's fine. I'm like, what? What the yeah. hell? <laughs> Sean, it's seven <laughs> thirty. <laughs> yeah. I was like, all right, I guess I'll leave. <laughs> I'd say mine was similar-ish. We had a lot of the same friends, our, me and my date, uh, who I was not dating at the time. I asked her I asked her out on the phone and then heard through the grapevine do something more impressive than a phone ask. I, I guess because some of her friends had, you know, people had done like elaborate gestures. And I was like, I didn't peg you as that kind of person, but sure, we can do something. Her favorite color was green. And I enlisted the help of like my entire yearbook class for this. This wasn't, it's not as elaborate as it sounds, but we had like nine people involved for some reason. (laughs) 
you mostly, guys are just really bad at planning. I put a balloon inside of like a little box. So she opened it up and it said, please blow on it. And then the balloon, I know so it was someone's idea to do like that. that. I didn't like it either, but <laughs> it went over well. I, I do like that. And then <laughs> and well, she just saw the balloon. That was their rationale. They're like, if she just sees the balloon. She's going to be like, what is this? And I'm like, I think she'll know to like blow it up. But apparently it was a whole back and forth. I'm like, I'm gonna let these other creative people do it. But she blew it up and then it said, will you go to prom with me on the balloon? So I delivered it to a class and she blew it up in the class and the class saw it and they were all like, So ah. you handed her the box while she was in class? Yeah, it was like in between classes. I had a study hall. I was just hanging out doing nothing. Handed it. Mm. I mean, high school was a weird time. But yeah. like, I was so impressed at my yearbook classmates ability to write on a inflated balloon with a Sharpie without popping it. And because we had to inflate it up to write on it. So did someone else blow it up? I think they had a, a pumper. Hmm. That's how. I don't know, man. It was like Sean was saying. Mine was 14 years ago. We're saying, old. That's how you get mono. Well, she didn't have mono at prom. So it all worked out before prom. Unclear. But we, okay. uh, so we all had a limo. We met at my friend's house, which was, we called it HQ because we were there all the time anyway. Uh, and kudos to his parents for letting us stay all the time at all hours of the night, often playing Halo system link uh-huh. and yelling a lot at night. Uh, so, and sometimes into the wee hours of the morning as well. We went over to prom. Honestly, don't remember the theme. <laughs> I... Probably also uh, maybe like a like Pirates of the Caribbean type of thing, because I remember there was a boat on the after party, but that might just be an every year element. Also, don't remember any songs played except for the graduation song. Very cliche. And Shakira's Hips Don't Lie, which was a lovely time out on Lake Michigan. The boat party was out on Lake Michigan. That was after. Yeah, that was the after party. And then after that, it was already like 5 a.m. by that point, 4 or 5 a.m. And most people were like, I'm getting tired, which understandable. It's 5 a.m. But a few of us were like, we still want to hang out. And we headed to the only 24-hour place we knew of in our suburbs, which is a steak and shake. We got some burgers at 5 a.m. Although (laughs) if you've been to a steak and shake, you know, sometimes the service is lacking uh, in terms of speed. So I believe we didn't eat until about 6.30 or 7 a.m., with our steaks and shakes had some more laughs at the table. This, at this point it was just me and like four friends, uh, maybe even less than that. Three friends. I had a lot of friends. You guys were just dropping off. And we were, uh, we were dropping off like flies on the way there. We had 10. That's what I was the restaurant. Only four. Yeah. Yeah, So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what happened. Well, only four made it and got their food. That's true. Yeah. We did have a few that just melted into the abyss. Right. And, Similar to you, Sean, got back home. Sun was already up, passed out. Woke up at like 4 p.m. Felt great because I was 18. Not even 18, 17. Yeah. Were you even 17? I don't know. I do remember someone uh, coming over to me and telling me that they had, no, like a friend of mine. Because I was talking to someone who was like being a little too like aggressive and like, you know, trying to. Get in. He's like, oh, I got to tell you something. I got to tell you something. And he like brought me away. And he's like, I just wanted to get you out of that conversation. I was like, nice. That's a good move. <laughs> so well done. Oh, that's a great friend. 
I know. Yeah, way to go. Prom. Prom. I went to prom twice. I know. Nerd. And neither, like, I wasn't planning to go either time. Um, the f- the second time was last year. <laughs> I go to prom every year. <laughs> I chaperone. So senior prom, I went with my at the time boyfriend and he actually lived in a different state. We had worked together over the summer. And so then we were long distance dating. Uh, but I think his semester was either ending or he was able to like come down for that weekend. Uh, and I wasn't planning to go to prom, but then he was like, do you, do you want to go? Like, I feel like we should go. And I was like, oh, I guess if you want. So, but, um, he was a Baroque at the time. So I bought his plane ticket and paid for his ticket and bought like all the food and everything, which is totally fine. Uh, but I was just like, now I'm also broke. Um, and I borrowed a dress from my mom's friend. Cause again, I wasn't really planning to go to prom and I don't really like dresses very much. So, uh, I don't know how this topic came up, but I guess her friend was like, Oh, my daughter has this dress and got that. But it had like this train, just like a little train at the bottom. And I'm not super tall. So uh, we go to prom and we're dancing and it's at this, the hotel, it's at a hotel. And then like the lobby part of the hotel is triangular shaped and there's a balcony on the second floor above it. And so the whole time we were there, anytime you would go in the lobby, which you had to do regularly because it was super dark and hot in the actual like dance floor area and you couldn't hear anything. So if you wanted to talk to anyone or cool off for a second, you had to go in that area. But all of the guests, well, probably not everyone, but so many guests would just stand there and stare at you from the balcony of the second floor. So that was weird. Uh, And then like halfway through the evening, uh, people kept stepping on the train of my dress and it had these beads on it. And I was worried that the dress was going to get like messed up. So my friend was like, I have shorts in my car you can go change into them. And I was like, great. Uh, but then they wouldn't let me outside the, the chaperones. They were like, no one can go to their cars and come back in. And I said, well, I have to come back in. This is why I'm going out because I need to change the dress because it's getting stepped on. You know, I told them the whole story and they're like, well, then one of the teachers I knew was at the desk and she was like, I got you like, come back, go change, come back. So I did, I went and changed, came back. The shorts were a little bit, they were like cargo shorts so I had his like green, it was light green and dark green striped V-neck shirt and then cargo shorts, but they were kind of small. So I had to pull them up higher and like wear them not on my hips, but at my waist. So you were almost Doug. Yeah, cartoon I Doug. was kind of yeah. Dougish. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so then I get back in and they're like, are you just arriving? And I said, no, I've been here. I had to go out and change. And they were like, we can't permit you back in the building. And I was like, I, I did not do anything outside. I went and I changed my clothes. I have to come back in. Like I, I don't have, I barely even have the keys of this car. Like I can't, there's, you want me to sit in the parking lot for the rest of the night? Like that's, that's your preferred thing for me to do. So I'm sitting there like arguing with the teachers, not, I mean, I was being polite enough. I mean, if you know me, what happened you to know, the one that said they got you, she went to the bathroom. So I was like, I just talked to her. Like we talked about it and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, well, we can't let you back in. And I was like, guys, you have to let me back in. And so then another teacher I knew came over and then I was like, hey, here's what just happened. And she was like, go in. And I said, thank you. And I went in. (laughs) I was just like, why are they making this? Like, I understand that they don't want people to be like going out to the car and like drinking and using drugs and stuff. But if you're kicking me out, what? 
what is my alternative? You're telling me to go out in a strange place where I know no one in the parking lot of a hotel. So what can happen to me? Like, how is that a safer option? So that pissed me off. But anyway, I got in and then, uh, yeah. So then the rest of the evening, so half the evening I was in a very nice dress. And then the other half I was in like cargo shorts and that shirt. And then afterward, my group of friends, we had all gone to dinner before and we originally were going to, maybe this story is a little bit more exciting than I thought it was. We were all originally going to do like a beach house or something, but then there was like an issue with the money and these two people in our group were being sketchy and we were like, we're not doing this anymore. And then one of them wouldn't give us the money back for a while. And we had to be like, dude, you're going to give us that money back as a whole thing. So we finally got that back. So then everyone who was all originally going to do that, because I think there was like 14 of us that were going to stay together. We all ended up like splitting and doing different plans. So I went bowling. My date and I went bowling with like four other people. I cannot tell you who went bowling with us. I don't remember. And two of the people I didn't really know that much. So it was like, I like bowling, but it was kind of just like, okay, we should probably just leave now. And then I think my date and I maybe went to like Denny's or something after that. Okay. So that was senior year. And then junior year, uh, I was dating a different guy and he was a senior and, but he was like, I'm not going to prom. And I was like, great. I don't care either way. And then my friend, she was a senior, but she really, really wanted to go to prom so she asked me to go with her. She was like, well, if you're not going with him, do you want to go with me? And I was like, uh, I mean, I guess. Uh, so I went with her and we, you know, we had fun. We were there. And that was the same year that my brother and his now wife were seniors. So, oh, also, I don't think our my prom was themed, but I think theirs might have been club themed, which is like a non-theme theme. Uh, and it was downtown, like downtown Houston at a, like, it was a nice place. Um, and he, my brother and I took photos together and the photographer kept trying to get us into romantic poses. And we kept having to be like, we are brother and sister. We just, my mom wants a picture. Uh, and then my boyfriend ended up coming to prom and bringing our other friend as his date. And so they were like hanging out, but then he was like, Hey, you should dance with me. And I was like, okay, I'll dance with you for like two songs, but you're not my date. Like I'm here with my friend and I made this commitment to her. So I'm going to dance with her. And it was a super weird thing. And basically the whole night he was just mad at me about the fact that he said he didn't want to go to prom. And then he brought our friend and it was a whole weird thing. And then my friend who I was there with had an allergic reaction and we had to leave so I like we went outside to get the car and then he came outside after us and he was yelling at me out there like right because I guess it was valeted. So we were waiting for the car and he was like saying all this crap to me. And I was like, bro, I don't care like this. We're not having this conversation right now. And then he broke up with me and I was like, great, goodbye. And we left. We got in the car and then we drove to Whataburger and then he obviously had like a different emotions. So he jumped in his car and then followed us and he followed us to Waterburger. And then we were in the line to get Waterburger, and he like parked his car and ran over and was knocking on the window and was like, I'm so sorry. No, I didn't mean that. And I was like, dude, what, what are you doing right now? Like go chill and go away. Uh, this is not, you're ruining this whole night. It wasn't. Yeah. Like it was just very dramatic for no reason. Uh, so anyway, that was, that was junior prom for me. Although we didn't have like junior prom. We just had senior prom. 
Best nights of our lives. Yes. I think historically the best two nights of my life. We had someone come up at a Burger King one time back in Chicago and she knocked on the window and she's like, I don't have a car. Can you order something for me? And we were like, I guess so. And then she disappeared into the bushes (laughs) and never came back again. And I (laughs) hope she's okay. Yeah. Maybe she just asks cars to order for her. It's like a little prank. Hey, (laughs) give me a a burger mac with cheese. But she gave you guys the money, right? Uh, She said she would, yeah. And she's like... But she didn't, though. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Weird situation. Maybe she had to get it. I don't know. It's all good. And that's prom. Speaking of money, it's time to get flush with cash. If you have a fun place to go, like a prom or a wedding or a day at the beach or like a whatever. Well, then why not make yourself look your best? It's entirely possible you will be like all three of us and keep, well, two of us because Haley had to change but keep your clothes on throughout the entire night but just in case you want to look your best and you want to smell your best which is why you need some products from Manscaped our sponsor of this episode Sean we were talking about mowing lawns before we started recording and we meant actual lawns outside with grass but right not cutting pubes especially during the pandemic cutting pubes could be like mowing a lawn if it's been months since you've gone gotten the hedge trimmers out and so you can grab the lawnmower 3.0 from manscaped this cordless third generation men's grooming tool it's got a 7,000 rpm motor and that skin safe tech so if you're like i need to puncture myself while i'm shaving First of all, don't think like that. That's a poor way to think. But this tech here, this skin safe tech, that's a TM. You can quickly, efficiently, and perhaps most importantly, quietly. So if you've got some roommates who will pop in the door as soon as they hear a razor and be like, you shaving those pubes? <laughs> who, you can be like, if you have that, I don't know, you? because you're, you're quietly doing it. It's very discreet and you can get through those thick, Thatches of hair, those yard landscapes that you have going on within your pants there. (laughs) All while reducing painful cuts, tugs, nicks, all the bad stuff. I was about to say all that good stuff, but all the bad stuff that comes as a result of shaving. There's plenty of other Manscaped packages as well, so if the lawnmower is not for you, you can get things to smell better, make your feet feel better, make your whole aura feel better and you can even get a discount whilst doing it if you go to manscaped.com and enter code parks at checkout you'll get 20 percent off your whole order p-a-r-k-s not prom but parks okay sean i think we've been flush with cash enough cash for this episode which means it's time to hop into top five we'll be caught up in there Top five. So it's my turn for the top five. And my top five has nothing to do with anything that we have discussed today. Uh, But last week we were talking about some, uh, about the game Among Us and some of our experiences. And so my top five is going to be the top five worst tasks to do 
in Among Us. Number five. Number five happens to be in the med bay where you got to not where you do the scan to prove if you're a good guy. But when you do the test samples and you have to wait, like you go in there, you press the button, they fill the vials of liquid and then you have to go away for 60 seconds. In that time, you can get murdered uh, or something else could happen. But if nothing happens, you go back and you click on the red one and the task is done. And it's it's not great. It's not. I don't like that task. Number four. Number four is down in storage. You have to get gas. All right. So you got to fill up something with gas. Go and fuel the engine. Go back to storage. Get gas again, and then go fill up the other engine. Why? This is too much walking back and forth. Uh, So many things could happen (laughs) in between that time. You know, like getting murdered and not having an alibi. <laughs> like, hey, why are you just walking back and forth? You know, I'm not great with alibis. Um, I don't know if you know that about me, but um, it's a- another dumb. Even when, to- even when Sean's the good guy and is not doing anything wrong, he still is not the best at defending himself or proving an alibi. What? Uh- why? <laughs> That's what Sean says. What? So- why? I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop whether I'm the good guy or bad guy. When somebody asks me, I was like, I'm not saying anything because I don't want to sell myself out. Either yeah, in this game or in future games. Sometimes if I you say nothing, that uh, you have That's the same outcome. Sus. Yeah. Sometimes gotta you got to say a little something. And walk around. A lot of people say too much. True. So I will say the least. And I will stay calm as I get judged about what I'm doing. When I'm innocent. Yeah. We're still talking about Among Us? <laughs> oh. Number three. <laughs> Number three. All right. So when you go to admin, everybody has the card swipe. And if I play Among Us on my phone, first time every time I get the I get the card swipe correct. But if I play on my computer, I'm standing at that desk all day trying to swipe this stupid card for it to finally get accepted. Meantime, the card takes up the whole screen, so I can't see who's in this, who's there, who's not, and so it's an easy way to get murdered, and I won't be able to see who killed me. Or to get accused of being the murderer because you didn't see the dead body that was next to you because your whole screen was taken up. Ah. Ah. That stupid card swipe. Number two. Number two, it's in a specific task. It's just anything that's in electrical. <laughs> anything. Whether you got to do wires, whether you got to take the power and put it in somewhere else. There's like three things in electrical uh, to do when you, if you have those tasks. And all of them are bad. Electrical is pretty much a graveyard. Like if you got to go there, you're going to die. Because um, right by the task is a vent. So the, the imposter can easily turn off the lights. Uh, which makes people go to electrical, kill somebody, and just leave, and then act like he's running to electrical again to turn back on the lights. Like it's easy, it's an easy place to get killed. Um, I hate going there. I try to leave that task for last, just because I don't want to die. Maybe I should do it earlier when there's more people, and so more people could see. I don't know. It, it just it, depends. Yeah. yeah, it just depends on who you're playing with. But yeah, anything in that room. And we're talking about the basic room, not these other uh, lame-ass rooms where there's, there's outside with there's lava. Don't play that one. 
no, we're talking about the main level that everybody knows. Number one. Number one is in the reactor. If you want to start the reactor, you have to play Simon Says. The Simon Says is fun. It was a great game as a child, um, but it takes a long time. So every time I start doing Simon Says, either a body gets reported or somebody calls an emergency meeting or you get murdered. Uh, it seems like multiple meetings will take place before you're actually able to finish Simon Says. And when you finish, um, again, um, it takes up the whole screen. So there may be <laughs> like a dead body next to you you didn't know. And now you're, you know, just standing over the body uh, being accused. And not and if you don't have the greatest alibis like I do, then pretty much screwed. Sean's saying that his alibis are not great. Not if you don't have the greatest alibis, like I have the greatest alibis, which is silence, it sounds like. Hey, why were you standing over that body? Sean makes no reaction. This Thirty is seconds reason- later, Sean has been ejected from the this ship. Is, uh, this is the reason why I left the Discord. To, uh, like too mm-hmm. many people. People are chatting up during the game, and so it's obvious when they die because they stop talking. And it's like, well, something's <laughs> like, well, this guy's been talking the entire time, and all of a sudden he's not talking anymore. He's dead. Uh, time to call that meeting. <laughs> so I left the Discord, and, but then it's easy for everybody to just vote me out because nobody's saying in the Among Us chat what's happening or who they think is sus. They're just talking amongst themselves, and it's like, Sean, is it you? And I'll be like, no, and then I'm ejected. <laughs> top five we were caught up in the top five well now i want to play some among us yeah i felt last time i played or a couple times ago uh i played i left joey hanging we were both imposters and i got voted out but joey was doing a great job he was down to him and two other people he just needed to kill one person and so oh, yeah Instead of sabotaging comms so they couldn't call an emergency meeting, I sabotaged lights. I, I didn't know you could still call a meeting with, with the lights up, but apparently you can. No, they yeah. solved it. They fixed the lights. Oh, they fixed the lights. That's what happens. They the fixed the lights. The timing. The cooldown. Yeah, the timing of it the, was because the kill cooldown was still two seconds away. We were two seconds away from winning, Sean. I was ready. Uh, I was ready to push the kill button. So wow. I. So there's cooldowns for like the emergency meeting and for killing and different things. So what happened is that Sean sabotaged as soon as it went back. And so then they went and fixed lights as quick as they could and then came back to call the meeting and they got to the meeting button right before Joey's kill count elapsed and he was going to be able to kill them. So it was just like literally a one to two second timing issue. But I learned my lesson. And Sean, I had a similar situation to that in a game I was in where I was doing the same thing where I'm like, I'm going to wait a few seconds to sabotage something and then the kill cooldown will line up nicer. That game had a zero second emergency meeting cooldown. So Uh. the person was able to call it immediately and knew I was the killer. Well, dang. Oh no! Why? Uh, I played breaks. a. Sorry, I played a game. Uh, I don't. I don't think you all were playing with me, or maybe you were all. Uh, you were both already dead or something. But uh, whoever it was, a random person that was the co-imposter, and I killed someone and was about to run out of um, 
nav- not navigation, whatever's in the top right where the asteroids are, weapons. I was literally about to run out of that and then they closed the door. So they sabotaged the door and shut me into the room. So I had to turn around and run the other way. Well, my sister ran in right when that happened and saw me running away from a dead body. But actually I was running away from a door. So like technically I didn't just kill the person, but it was terrible timing. I was like, thanks, <laughs> imposter. What the heck? Like, why would you close that door right then? Great game. Great game. Yeah. Your sister, she's quite she's quite the player. Oh? And, no, I, I just remember a time where I was like, when I first started playing with you guys, I was like, hey, uh, Haley's sister, I'm like, come with me. Uh, I got this <laughs> one task left and I don't want to die. She was like, okay. And then she was the imposter and just killed me when... But then Joey did the same thing the next game. Yeah. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. I can't trust anybody. You picked the wrong mate. <laughs> but then that one time you and I were doing Simon Says together, and that was good. I think I let you do your task before I killed you, right? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I, I didn't I didn't have Simon Says, but I sat there and watched you. Oh, and I was like, okay. You had the other it, one that was next to it, I think. And if it takes a certain amount of time, I know you're not faking your task. You're actually trying to play yeah. Simon Says because it takes forever. Yeah. And then Sean Sean gave me a alibi. It was nice. Well, we'll make categories. Cat categories. Nice and quick here. I'm going to assume Haley is probably at the disadvantage, as you mm. may remember from this episode and from this trivia. We don't. Donna used to date Coach K, but he was busy coaching Duke into the Final Four. So our categories are going to be teams that have made the Final Four since 2000. Haley, you can start. Yes. College mm-hmm. basketball. <laughs> um, can, can, uh, you can use the team that was mentioned in this episode. I, yeah. I already forgot what you said. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> uh, there was a Cardinals team. Very good. I don't know what that school is. Louisville. 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 Uh, let's go with George Mason. <laughs> Sean going with the... Obscure team, so I will join you with VCU. There was Bulldogs. Or maybe I just put them in my bracket. That's possible. It wasn't Georgia. I'm trying to think now. Yeah, Georgia's the only one that's coming to mind for Bull. Oh, no, Gonzaga's the Bulldogs, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Boom, boom. That's good. Okay, okay. I'll go with the 03 Texas team. I'll go with the uh, 19 Texas Tech team. How many years back did you say? 2000. Okay, so there's like a a while. Okay, um, MV. uh, VM? Hold on, it's mountains. And yes, it's a real place. Like West Virginia. It's a W and a V. West Virginia did make the final four in 2009 when Deshaun Butler tore his ACL. Oh, no. Uh, Staying in 03, we're going... Oh, wow, I can't talk. We're going with Syracuse. I'll stay in 03 as well and go with the Kansas Jayhawks. As well as other years. Yeah. Did you already say... Oh, wait. 12. The other Kansas team? Like, Kansas... Isn't there another Kansas team that made it recently? Is there only one Kansas team? Stop looking at me like that and answer me. I think there's just one Kansas team. Is it Kansas? Yes. So you already said that? Yes, I just said that. Yeah, okay. Well, that was my question. Fine. (laughs) 
Cool. Um, I don't know. Did uh, how did Notre Dame do? Did they ever ever get up there? Probably not. Women's. Yeah. I'd we'll, love to we'll, be. We'll count yeah. women's. Sure. No, no, oh, no. no. I'm <laughs> solid. Haley is solid. I know they made the Elite Eight one year. Yeah. And were a basket away from making the Final Four, but I don't think they made it. Well, that was Cat Tagores. Cat Cat Tagores. Well, Duke was the one that was mentioned in this episode oh, that right. I thought you'd have None remembered. None of you said it either. I know. I was leaving it open for Did, you. Uh, you could have just guessed Brigham also Young? powerhouses like no. UNC, UCLA, Michigan State. No, you those do are not real schools. schools. Those are all real schools. <laughs> no, I do know all those schools. Even, did you even say Virginia, Sean? No. Yeah, last year's champion. Mm. Baylor, Villanova. Last year didn't happen. Baylor made the Final Four? Didn't they? That oh. one year? Oh. Who? What'd you just say? After Quincy AC. I thought that was Elite Eight. Oh, okay. I don't know. I'll let it this whole part out. Then we go to Gibson Bar and see. Oh, Texas Tech. Oh, how would we forget that? Wow. I said Texas Tech. You did? Yeah. Okay. Oh. Uh, anyways. Hey, did y'all see? Remember when we did a top five of, of sports fights? I think that was my last top five. Yes. Did y'all see the one from this past Sunday involving the Bears and the Saints? No. I can't believe, Joe, you haven't seen it. It was hilarious. Um, I will send you the link. But it was funny just because of what it looked like. And so a Bears wide receiver, uh, Wims, I don't know, the guy. Mm. Yeah. Uh, he was uh, trash talking with a corner for the Saints. And the corner for the Saints ripped his mouthpiece from his uh, face mask. Just ripped it off. And so <laughs> the Bears receiver was uh, upset. It was uh, fourth down. They had to punt. Um, so the Saints, uh, no, no, no. They didn't have to punt. He came out. He got subbed out. And so he's on the sideline for the rest of that possession. Nick Foles threw an interception or fumbled or something. And then the Saints got the ball and they had to punt or whatever. Uh, but when he got the ball back, it had been 11 minutes. That he was sitting on the sideline, stewing about getting his mouthpiece ripped off. <laughs> and so the next play that he's in the game, um, he's running around, not against the corner that's guarding him. Um, but the play ends, and he runs over to the other guy. And so you see their back. And so you see him reach for something and pull it. And people thought that he, you didn't see anything in his hand. And so did you? Did, were, people are trying to figure out, did he just do like a fake chain snatch on this guy? Like what is it? What is it? What the kids do these days? So he, he acts like he pulls something and then punches him in the head. It was a second punch. He didn't see it, but the guy didn't move because he's wearing a helmet. And so the guy he just stares at him like, "What the fuck? What this fuck just happened?" And so the receiver, the Wims guy, got upset that he didn't respond, so he started <laughs> punching him again. <laughs> and then uh, you just see him like they start scuffling, and you see Janoris Jenkins. Just come and just like jump on somebody's back. <laughs> and they're like, what the hell is happening? Um, I will send it to you. There's a great Twitter thread of the current events. It turns out he didn't fake chain snatch. He actually pulled the other guy's uh, mouth guard out. You just couldn't see it because it was so quick. 
But <laughs> and then he hit him, and the guy, he didn't move. It's like his head barely moved, and he just like looked at him like, "What are you doing?" And then he started swinging again, just because I guess he didn't get the reaction that he wanted. Hilarious, amazing. I still don't understand. We talked about this in that episode. Is punching someone wearing a helmet seems like an ill-advised choice. <laughs> he got suspended two games. <laughs> it <was> so <laughs> it looks so bad. It's hilarious. I'm sending it to you right now. Normally the protocol is one, but that one was just so bad. <laughs> it's so hilarious. Let's throw, a, let's throw a second one on there. Yeah, I might have uh, I might have fast forwarded it through that. I had that game on tape delay because I didn't want to listen to Joe Buck and Troy Aikman talk for most of it. So I just fast forwarded, which is a great way to watch a football game, by the way. It's like an hour. That's how my dad does it. He loves it. It's so great. Would highly recommend really any sporting event. If you've only got an hour, record it, watch it. If you're watching basketball, fast forward through free throws and timeouts, obviously. Uh, and you'll ooh, you'll save so much time. It's wonderful. Would recommend. But this is not, again, this is not a sports podcast. It's a Parks and Rec podcast. And if you want to get in touch with the show, you can do it on Facebook or Twitter at Parks Wrecked Pod. Or send an email, parksworkspot at gmail.com. We always love hearing from you. And hey, holler with your Discord name or if you have an interest in Among Us, we'll get you into a game. It'll be fun. You can hear Sean's alibis of dot, dot, dot. What do you want me to say? Silence. You cannot hear them. What am I supposed to say? Hey, Sean, was it you? Oh, and I really hate it. Oh, and I didn't really uh, interrupt this. I, I, I get so upset when instead of saying, hey, um, my color's normally brown. It's like, hey, it's brown. No, they don't say, hey, it's brown. They say, hey, brown, want to explain yourself? No, no, bitch, just accuse me and get me out of the game. If you know it's me, then don't do that. I'm like, or continue. Sorry. Sorry to Care to explain your actions, brown? Classic, Sean. <laughs> Only other thing I was going to say was, if you like the show, go over to Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star review. It helps more people listen to it. You can... Say I enjoy the rapport between the three of you. I like how quickly and succinctly you do this wrap-up section. Or just tell us your <laughs> Among Us color. Whatever works. Sean, before we take off, we're going to have you guess the next episode of the show. This is a new feature we're trying out. We're just going to give you the title. You have 15 seconds to tell us what new the next episode is all about. And it is called Flu Season 2. Go. Um... What was there a flu season one? Um. Anyways, I guess everybody will get sick. Flu season two. Maybe it'd be like that episode where they all got the food poisoning. Like that was like stomach flu, and they were rolling on the ground trying to dial the phone with their nose. I don't know. Uh, everybody's gonna be sick, and they're gonna freak out. Pretty good guess. I don't remember much of this season. I've learned as we've been watching it, and I uh, certainly didn't remember how annoying Leslie got. So we'll see if she can bounce back next episode. And uh, yeah, maybe we'll have some hot takes or lukewarm takes about what's going on in the world. The state of the world. Yeah. Happy weekend. Parks and Wrecked. <laughs> this is the end of the podcast. It's over. You don't have to listen anymore. Podcast is over now. Thanks for tuning in. Close your app. Listen to the radio. Or listen to the next episode.